Chapter Nine of Shaggy Man in Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Shaggy Man in Oz by Jack Snow. The Valley of Romance before the travellers lay one of the most beautiful valleys they had ever seen gently sloping hills led down to green fields through the middle of the valley flowed a stream that looked like a shimmering blue ribbon stretched out on a green carpet on the near bank of the stream in the very centre of the valley stood a castle its spires turrets and towers were so delicately formed that they glistened like lace filigree in the sunlight twink's eyes glowed isn't it just the most beautiful sight you ever saw she exclaimed it certainly is elegant admitted the shaggy man but what we want to know is what kind of folks live in it oh i'm sure they must be very happy and contented said twink they just must be to live in a place like that then we are going to visit the castle asked triffle a bit doubtfully it seems the only thing to do replied the shaggy man i admit i have no idea where we are and there is just the possibility that whoever lives in the castle may be able to help us get to oz or at least give us directions to the deadly desert tom was already on his way running happily down the green slope toward the stream and the castle a ten-minute walk in the bright sunlight brought the little group of adventurers to the doors of the castle so far they had seen no living persons birds sang in the trees and once a white rabbit had bounded across tom's path but there were no signs of human beings the shaggy man stepped forward and knocked boldly on the heavy door instantly it swung silently open as the adventurers stepped inside twink gasped and even the shaggy man accustomed as he was to the splendor of ozma's royal palace was impressed with the magnificence of his surroundings the floor and walls of the castle were of the whitest alabaster polished so that the creamy depths of the stone mirrored the luxurious furnishings casting a luster that enhanced the woven richness of the deep-hued draperies in the panelled walls who had built such a castle each of the travellers tried to picture in his own mind the kind of people who might live here would they be friendly or unfriendly helpful or dangerous still there was no sign of people the only sound that broke the stillness of the foyer in which shaggy and his friends stood was the tinkling of water as it flowed from a small fountain in the centre of the room this fountain was fashioned like an ordinary drinking fountain the stream of water that rose from it being no more than three or four inches in height around the rim of the alabaster fountain was a metal plate 
with writing inscribed upon it her curiosity aroused twink advanced to the fountain and read this is a fountain any visitors are requested to speak their messages into it signed rex ticket and regina curtain what in the world can it mean whispered twink her companions had gathered about her and were reading the metal plate with wonder rex and regina ventured the shaggy man are king and queen that's latin so evidently the head folks of this castle are king ticket and queen curtain hmm certainly odd names for a king and queen a fountain and we're supposed to talk into it sniffed twiffle with disgust who ever heard of such nonsense well observed the shaggy man i've heard of babbling books so why not a talking fountain that will carry our words a phony fountain i suppose said tom grinning shaggy stooped over the fountain and spoke clearly and distinctly this is the shaggy man of oz speaking in behalf of my friends twink and tom of the united states of america twiffle late of the isle of conjo and myself i request an audience with king ticket and queen curtain almost immediately a red neon sign lighted up over two large double doors at the opposite end of the foyer the sign flashed the single word entrance i guess this is where we go in remarked shaggy man as he walked to the door and pushed the large metal handle they were in a small brightly lighted theatre containing about one hundred seats on the stage seated on two thrones were a man and woman evidently king ticket and queen curtain all about the king and queen on the stage there was a bustle of the most frenzied activity there sounded the clash and clatter of hammers the ripping of saws and the whirring of drills and bits perhaps fifteen or twenty men were hard at work knocking together and erecting a bewildering array of scenery calmly seated about the stage on three cornered stools their sewing baskets at their sides were a number of ladies sewing on costumes others were apparently sewing together large pieces of canvas still other ladies were engaged in painting artistic pictures on the canvas which was then stretched on wooden frameworks to serve as backdrops for the stage after shaggy and his friends had watched this display of industry for several minutes they advanced down the middle aisle of the theatre the king and queen had been doing no actual work they merely issued directions to others who seemed not to pay them the slightest heed but continued with their tasks king ticket looked up well he said to the shaggy man you certainly took your time getting here it was at least three minutes ago that you announced yourselves on the fountain do you mean you really heard us through that water fountain asked the shaggy man water hath a limpid tongue with which to lave the naked ear 
said king ticket in a voice which was meant to be impressive of course we heard you through the fountain there are fountains in all the rooms of the castle even in the theatre here which repeat messages when we speak into them twink thought this was much nicer than telephones which rudely jangling bells although probably not as private you didn't think commented queen curtain as though she had read twink's thoughts that we would use ordinary means of communication such as telephones in the valley of romance did you oh said the shaggy man is this the valley of romance it is and since you are from the land of oz said king ticket you must surely have heard of the valley of romance the shaggy man reflected it seemed he could recall ozma mentioning something about some such valley but he couldn't remember anything that she had said about it how far are we from the land of oz asked twiffle dear me exclaimed king ticket staring at twiffle for a moment i thought you were real i am real stated twiffle with dignity i just don't happen to be made of flesh and blood and bones that's all and as far for the land of oz remarked queen curtain meditatively it is indeed very far away over the stream and over the hill far far away to the desert and then over that too in fact it isn't even in the valley of romance so that means it must be quite some distance off too far even to think of she added as though to say that closed the subject the shaggy man shrugged evidently these two weren't going to be much of help to the travelers in finding their way back to oz well they would make a lunch of the apples he carried in his pockets and then continue on their journey shaggy and his friends made themselves comfortable in the deeply upholstered seats in the front row of the theater shaggy divided the apples between twink tom and himself he offered several to king ticket and queen curtain who refused them rather disdainfully shaggy and his friends ate in silence while they watched the activity on the stage not one of the busy working men and women seemed even to be aware of the presence of the strangers finishing his apples the shaggy man arose and said looks like you folks are getting ready for quite a play what's the name of it unexpectedly one of the workers on a ladder stopped his task of hammering together a bit of framework for the scenery and replied to shaggy's question that we won't know until the curtain goes up tonight tonight's the first night of the new play and i shall be in charge the fellow added impressively for i am the first knight of the realm you know no replied the shaggy man i did not know shaggy was a little angry for he thought the man was making fun of him oh yes queen curtain went on placidly he is the first knight of the realm 
in fact all these people are lords and ladies of the royal theatre and do you always build your own scenery and you make your own costumes asked the shaggy man king ticket shifted uneasy on his throne yes and it always seems to turn out rather badly i suppose all we were really meant to do was to enjoy the magnificent performances on the stage and the king brightened that is all we truly have any desire to do that is a full life for us and quite enough to sit in the theatre and watch great drama unfold what need have we for any lives of our own when the stage is a world in itself and therein we are content to dwell the king's voice gently subsided to a whisper and his eyes stared dreamily into space queen curtain took up the story during the performances lord props and lady q helped the actors although none too well i must admit lord props seldom gets things right when a gunshot is called for there is very likely to be a bell ringing once when the scene required a bowl of goldfish lord props actually managed to cram a whole live lobster into a soup tureen lady q does however manage to do a bit better with her cues she is seldom more than two lines behind the actors how long do your plays run asked shaggy night after night after glorious night for years and years and years sometimes as long as we can remember there has been the same wonderful play for us to see on the stage at night said the king who had awakened from his dream and what do you do the rest of the time queried the shaggy man nothing nothing but sleep answered king ticket why should we we have the glorious stage for our lives the king looked about him at the work going on who are your actors asked tom for a moment king ticket seemed embarrassed then he replied vaguely with a wave of his hand as if to dismiss the matter as of little importance oh just actors you know the usual thing leading man leading lady villain comedian and so forth come said the shaggy man we're wasting time here we should be on our way if we ever hope to reach the land of oz queen curtain looked up you won't stay for dinner and the theater no thank you replied shaggy we have a long journey ahead of us and we really must be going on our way now with this shaggy and his friends walked up the aisle toward the door by which they had entered the theater king ticket had been staring intently at the shaggy man and now he whispered something in a low voice to queen curtain the queen considered for a moment and then nodded her head twink and tom who were directly behind the shaggy man stopped and stared at each other they were only halfway up the aisle the shaggy man had been only a step ahead of them now he was gone vanished completely
End of chapter 9